Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we begin a scenario written by our own Josh Harwood and his friend Jason West. Josh is the Game Master, and this will be episode one. Let's introduce our cast of characters. Let's see. First up, let's do Zane. Um, hi, uh, my name is Dr. Leroy Curtis. I'm an archaeologist. Um, I studied at Trinity College Dublin. Um, I also went to school uh, on scholarship to Eastern College. Um, but I was originally an, or um, an orphan in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, and I was never adopted or anything like that. So I had a pretty, really rough upbringing and then realized the only way I was going to get out was to put stuff into my education and what I was passionate about, which is how I managed to get myself to where I am. I'm now one of the leading archaeologists in the world. Um, kind of probably more along the lines of an Indiana Jones as, as compared to somebody who sits behind the desks and leches and stuff like that. He's more out and about and in the field and, and things like that. Um, he, the first thing you'll notice about him is he is pretty ridiculously good looking. Um, he is about six one, um, very well muscular and toned, uh, sun-kissed tan, piercing blue eyes and, and about two or three days growth of facial hair on there. Um, and yeah, he, he, uh, he's just a pretty cool guy. All right, John. Yes. Uh, my name's Angus Hawkins. I was, uh, I'm originally from, uh, White Plains, New York. I come from, a from Irish family. Uh, well, half Irish. Uh, the, uh, I too studied out of Trinity and that's where I had met Leroy uh now i'm actually working as a i'm an egyptologist super interested in all the mystery and intrigue and uh we do our we do our work and we go have good times you know so that's that's how we work looking forward to this adventure cool uh michael hi my name is michael ray i'm playing dr jacob napier uh, I was, he was born in uh, London, England, and he uh, studies zoology, cryptozoology and folklore, and I teach at the University of Chicago of Zoology, and um, I am renowned because I found, uh, actually captured real life footage of Bigfoot, and that is what I'm known for, it's high quality footage of that. Cool. Stuart. Hi, I'm David Palmer, retired Army First Lieutenant of the Special Troops Battalion attached to the 10th Mountain Division. I was honorably discharged in 2019 due to an incident. From 2020 to present, I've been working for the Arctic Survival Company as its primary consultant up in Alaska. Grew up in Fairbanks, Alaska, and I've enjoyed the outdoors, hiking, climbing through Denali National Park, Loved it there, and now I get to live my dream. Recently contracted by Pura in, uh, Industries to join an expedition security team. I'm in route to New Zealand right now. Ooh <laughs> Cool. Uh, Cthulhu Bob. Yeah, I am called Jorgen Johansson. I am born in Oslo. 
I went to high school in Norway, then moved to the United States where I attended Miskatonic, a very good university, and achieved my degree in biology in the year 2020. I am very excited for this expedition because not only do I expect to uh, achieve many important uh, scientific discoveries, but also two of our colleagues are good friends of mine. Dr. Chen Wu, who cannot hold his liquor, and also Dr. Napier, who is an expert in space bugs. Excellent. And uh, I am playing Dr. Zosimos Galanis. I am a medical doctor. Um, I'm 35 years old. I was born in 1990 in a small village in Philly, Attica, Greece. Uh, my family moved to the U.S. when I was uh, 15 years old. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree from the Miskatonic University, and I graduated mag magna cum laude. Uh, and I received my medical degree at Johns Hopkins University. After a year at the Johnson Foundation for Medical uh, Physics, I became a resident at the Massachusetts General Hospital. I then joined the Rockefeller Institute for Medical Research as a graduate fellow working in the laboratory of the very famous Dr. Henry Clover, where I received my PhD. Uh, I, I am currently working for a medical research group associated with the Miskatonic University Medical School. Uh, technically, I am a molecular pathologist, but I know how to do pretty much anything uh, as far as uh, surgery, as far as medical knowledge goes. Um, I am also, uh, I like to play the violin. That's my secret passion. Well, looks like everybody's ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Josh? Thanks, Tom. So the year is 2025, and one of the leading companies at this time is Pira Industries. They are leading in discovering a life on Mars, like actual life on Mars. And their hopes for the next 10 years is to hopefully be able to take humans to Mars and actually start a colony there. However, they, they know that it might not be that likely. So they're, for now, they're keeping it simple. They're funding an expedition led by Professor Robert Carlyle, his wife, Olivia Carlyle, and a young but very well-known man called Samuel Worthington. And they are leading this expedition to Antarctica after anomalies were found under the ice. And also possible signs of people living there naked. And so they have got this crew of people from all around the world. And um, they're all going to meet at Invercargill in New Zealand, where they'll be instructed on what they have to do. And the first to arrive is David Palmer. Uh, so, David, you appear in front of the ship. And let me just get something up. Well, uh, so the ship is called the Prophet, as you can see on the side of it. 
it's a medium it's a medium sized ship uh it's not something you've seen before but it does say pirate industries in like small on side so you can assume they built the ship and uh waiting at the boarding dock is um a familiar face and that is kane hunt who you've known captain hunt or i guess you're no longer in the service how have you been <clears throat> oh david you took the job it's nice to see you it's been a while yeah, I came as soon as I got the notice. This looks like a fascinating expedition. I'm a little curious, though. Why, why so much security for what would ordinarily be just a scientific expedition? Honestly, I don't know. When, when the bigwigs at Pira hired me to organize the security crew, they just said, make sure there's plenty. Don't know what that means. I don't question them. They pay me, I get the job done. Do you know, will we be shipping out soon? Or are we going to be laid away here in uh, port for a, a week or so? Or do we know that? Uh, well, within the next 24 hours, but we got, we're still waiting on five more people to arrive. Yeah, I heard one of my buddies back from basics here, uh, Jones. Uh, yeah, he's... Up on, he's up in the in the uh, crew quads. He's probably unpacking and stuff. Oh, he's here already. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks. So, Good. um, it's formality, but I got to get you to sign here. Just oh, of course. Sign your name, date of birth, and next of kin as well, please, David. All right. There you go. Thank you. And he just uh, kind of tells you to just get get onto the ship. Basically, just walk on, just walk right, up this. Pick up my two duffel bags with my gear in tow, and start going up the plank. Okay. So, ne ne as you're going up, the next to arrive is Doctor Z. Oh, it's already cold. I don't like the cold very much, but ah. Oh. The prophet, huh? We'll see. Hey, are you, are you with the expedition? Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Uh, come to me. I'm Kane Hunt. I'm head of security for this expedition. Ah, Mr. Hunt. Yes, I am Dr. Zosimos Galanis. I was hired as a medical uh, practitioner for the ship. Ah, yeah. Wait, you're Dr. Z. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, that's what many people call me, Dr. Z. He then just calls back at David because you're, you're kind of probably moving. Him. He's like, uh, David. Hey. Uh, can you just leave your, leave your stuff on the deck and come here, please? Oh, certainly. One second. Senses. The duffel bag's just around the plank and comes on down. Okay, so David Palmer, this is Dr. Z, as most people call him. I'm very glad to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you, Dr. Yeah. Z. <laughs> My name is Zosimus, but everybody calls me Dr. Z. It makes me sound like a, 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 a James Bond villain. 
I hope not a villain. So what I, do you think? Uh, uh, what am I not a doctor? I, uh, a medical doctor. Oh, wonderful. My team hopefully will not need your services. I will, I will, but I will get to know all of you quite intimately, yes. So, um, David, actually, um, so one of the, the head of medical research on the uh, expedition, Dr. Court, um, he actually said, I needed to assign someone to Dr. Z, make sure he stays safe. It was very cryptic when he said it, but I thought, why not? assign you if you showed up you have Trust the experience me. i know you'll keep people safe That's you safe. kept me safe so well then i i am not exactly i'm glad we're in the right place i suppose we might need to go upstairs uh, into the ship oh yeah it's so when when you go up you just go left you'll come to a staircase that goes up and down you'll go down uh, your quarters I don't know if they've been assigned to you yet, so you might want to... Uh... I want to see the medical bay is what I'm most interested in. I can see what I'm working with. Yeah, on, on here, you're not going to get the best medical bay on here. You'll probably be working out of the uh, security storage, to be honest, on this ship. In the, secure, in the storage area? Well, I, well, other stuff will be going on in the lab, so... Okay, let's just see. I uh, I uh, adequate. Can you medical. find your name here, sir? Please, Doctor Zosimos Galvanis, and uh, next of kin as well, please, sir. I didn't think about that yet, so. That's my next of kin. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, yeah, I, do, I don't know why there's not an adequate medic, medic bay. But, uh, well, thanks be to God, I brought all of my equipment with me. It's that crate over there. Well, it, I'll get someone to put it on there for you. Uh, so, he ushers you guys to go up. So, are you both just going to go up? Yeah, so Mr. Palmer, uh, uh, you are an explorer, yes? You've, you're used to this cold weather. Oh, yeah. Uh, I trained and actually worked for a company that trains people for Arctic survival. Uh, it's, it's survival is the truth because it's not very pleasant. Do you get used to it? Oh, it's beautiful, though. The crystal clear skies, beautiful view, fresh air. Yes, I would like to view it looking out the, the window in the boat from the nice warm room that I will be in. I hope to have heating on this ship. I'm yes, sure we'll have There is heating. You'll get yeah. used to it, Dr. Z. <laughs> you like Greek food. <laughs> so oh my God. as you two, you two get up there, and as you guys go up there, another car will pull up or two people will arrive and that is uh, Jorgen and Jacob is that Jorgen yeah hello oh Jorgen it's been a long time how have you been Dr. Good. good sir good sir how are you 
I am doing quite well. Jacob. Yeah. Good to see you, Jacob. Would you like a cigarette? Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, so as you guys have kind of appeared, uh, again, you, ju- you both just hear a voice then. Uh, I don't mean to be rude, um, but uh, are you guys part of the expedition? Yes, sir. Yeah, ah. you have a clipboard, so I assume we need to talk to you. <laughs> um, he kind of freezes for a minute. He's like, uh, yeah, 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 you need to talk to me. Uh, can you? Can I get your names, please? Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. You go first, Doctor uh, Doctor Jacob. You go first. Oh no problem. He hands uh, Jacob the uh, clipboard. Can Sorry. you just uh, write your name and uh, next of kin, please? Hmm. Next of kin. Okay. And then, if you just pass the clipboard to your uh, compadre. There you go, Jorgen. Certainly. All right. My name, and uh, that would be my mother, Estrid. Do you need my um, blood type? Uh, no blood type. I'm sure the doctors will sort that out. Um, if you just uh, do your next of kin, please, as well, Jorgen. Oh, yeah. My, my mother, Estrid. Okay, cool. After you've done that, you can't adjust. Puts the clipboard right on his side. It's like, um, if you guys just head up, head up here, uh, go left, go right a little bit. You'll see a staircase that goes up or down. The crew, the where you guys will be living, staying on this journey is on the first deck down. Oh, yeah, real good. Head that way. I'm again, as I said to the freeze people. I'm not sure if they've been allocated yet, so you might just want to see what rooms are free. But I think a couple of people might have to bunk up. Okay, thank you. Okay, so it kind of just ushers you on the boat. And as you guys head up, time time passes, so all, all four of you who have gone on the boat um, you will have found rooms, uh, which on the little really bad map that I drew, um, there are some red boxes on the map. And, um, yeah, they're, they're the rooms that you can allocate yourselves to. Will I be uh, bunking with security or will I be bunking with Dr. Z since I've been allocated to direct security? That's up to you. We'll take the big room. Excellent. The one in the middle. <laughs> okay. Done. Let me just have a look. Let me just make a note. Uh, who's which? Which big room? <laughs> the one in the bit middle of the picture. Uh, first deck. Oh, is it by uh, Doctor Court? I can't see. I oh, know the names are really small, but you know. Uh is that a hallway in the middle? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, just it's, a giant. It's the one directly across from Dr. Court. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, Next, yeah. Dr. Wu. It's got 13 inches more than all of the others. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just my really bad drawing. Well, 
No, no, they can't back out of it now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, uh, Palmer, are you going to stay with Dr. Z or are you going to go to the security? Yes, I will take security from day moment one. Okay. On the job. So, Jacob and Jorgen, are you both going to stay together? Jorgen? Well... Are are we bunking together? Well, why not? Well, I suppose we might do so then. Perhaps there's some loot fisk we could find on board. No, uh, it's illegal. You can't bring that shit on board this ship. If you drop <laughs> that bottle of loot fisk, you will destroy the whole ship. Uh, yes. It's good for yes. you. Oh. Uh, so, um, Jacob and Jorgen, there are f- three rooms available. There's one in between Dwayne and Benny and Elizabeth and Rose. There's one between es- uh, Ricardo est- and Esteban and Dr. Court. And there's one between Dr. Lee and Patrick and Carl. What about the one next to Dr. Court? Uh, yeah. Well, it's all the same to me, really. Center of the boat, like where I would like to be. Okay, cool. So, ah, yes, it rocks less. <laughs> so you guys will make your way to your respective rooms. They're, they're quite well-sized. They have like a little... Air on suite like shitter and a shower and stuff. They provide a lot on this. And uh, the beds are reasonably sized. Uh, what were you Good to have our own shitter. What is uh, like the size of the boat? I don't know if you said it already. Like, What is it comparable to? I don't actually have measurements. I should have had measurements, but it's I can't really do this, can I? Uh, it's, big, it's big enough to get us from New Zealand to Antarctica. Yeah, it's. I'd yeah. say it's not like massive Titanic size, but it's, there's no swimming pool. Yeah, no swimming. Pool. All right. Well, it's frozen. <laughs> so as you guys enter, when you enter your respective rooms, they are very warm. As soon as you enter, very warm. Oh, this is not good. Um, are they no. bunk beds, or is it like... Uh, they're two separate beds. Like, okay, there's one cool. on the right, one on the left. Each of you have a desk as well. <clears throat> wow, okay. Good rooms, yeah. And, uh, yeah, after while you guys are going into your rooms, um, it's getting a little dark. <laughs> Maybe just a little dark. And um, Kane's still out there. And then, finally, two more people arrive. Yo, we got we got to get to the boat. We're late. I'm coming. I'm coming. Jesus, what are you, my mother? No, no. but we still got to get on there. They're gonna leave. Okay, okay, all right. I'm just getting my stuff, and I'm the, the all my bags out of the trunk and stuff. Okay, let's go. Let's go. It must, it's got to be that guy with the clipboard. Yeah, he looks. Yeah. He looks pretty important. Yeah. As you as you two kind of like go up to him, he looks really annoyed because he's just been sat sat well stood here just waiting uh-huh. and he looks pretty pissed at you two 
let's see the boat's still here. We're on time, huh? Yeah, nice. Don't nice. be fine. No problem. Can you just put your names on the clipboard and next of kin, please? Sure. I sort of look at Angus when he says next to kin, and I'm like, well, uh, that's going to be a problem. Uh, you know what? I'll just put Angus down. So I put my name and then Angus's name down as next of kin. I guess it's only fair that I give you my shit if something happens, huh? Yeah, exactly, right? So I write my name. I'll send my stuff back over to Leroy. <coughs> okay. There you go. Nothing's going to happen anyway. Come on. He kind of just looks at it and it's like... He just sighs. He just says... Oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, if you two want to go to your rooms, uh, I think now there are a couple free. You just go up. Turn left, go right a bit. There's a staircase. It goes up and up and down. Go down. You're on the first deck down. Okay, good. Thanks, yep. thanks, thanks, thanks very much. Got it. And cool. now I can go and have a cup of tea. Oh, yeah, you you do that, buddy. Um, so question: the doors to the rooms, do they have the names of the people that are staying in them? Uh, yeah, you can't. Some like one of the crew just comes along when they're when um, they're like little slips that he just slots in one of the crew members when they know who's in the rooms. Okay, all right, okay. So <laughs> I already know where you two are going. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going there. Yep. But I'm going to say that we don't notice the names on either side of us. Okay. Okay. We're just like, hey, this room's free, and we just go in there. Boom. Okay, we'll take the double on the yeah on the low side there. Okay, um, so <coughs> you all go to your rooms, and you probably just you just unpack and sort of think out, and then over like a tannoy system, you just hear. Uh, can everyone meet in the dining area? All expedition crew meet in the dining area. Mr. Palmer, I think that we are supposed to go to the dining room. <laughs> so what, do you, what do you think of these rumors of uh, people who live in the snow and the ice with no clothing? Doesn't uh, make any sense to me. Well, I know that there are a number of, of tribes like in Argentina that live all the way down towards the bottom of this. They live in the snow and the ice and wear almost no clothing. But that's not Antarctica. That's and it's not cold. prolonged either. It's not continuous. Right. It's it's always winter in uh, yeah. Antarctica. Uh, even when it's summer in Antarctica. Uh, well, let's go see this in dining. I hope they're going to tell us what delicious food they have for us. Yeah, I'm a little hungry myself. Maybe they'll have some Greek dishes. <laughs> yes, I doubt that seriously. Uh, so, Jorgen and Jacob, are you guys going to head straight to the dining area, or are you going to have a little chat before? Going to head straight there. Okay. Uh, Leroy and Angus? Um, I think we'll take a little bit of time to put our stuff down. Yeah, we just got here. Yeah. Yet again, we're going to be the last ones to arrive in the meeting. Well, uh, Jacob, no. shall we go? Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of set up our stuff and our beds, and um, I'm going to 
unlock my big case that I was uh, bringing in, which contains a um, Barrett Model 82 rifle, um, which is an absolute beast of a gun. So I've opened yeah. that up and uh, make sure it hasn't been banged up in the travel and everything and then slide that under my bed, which only barely just fits. Um, and then, yeah, we'll eventually... Yeah, cool. ready to go, I guess. So, archaeologists always imagine that they have all the time in the world. So, Doctor Doctor Z, David, Jacob, and <coughs> Logan, you'll probably reach there at the same time. You'll enter the dining area at the same time. There's a few people in there already. Uh, so, hello, hello. So as you enter directly in front of you chatting is Dr. Kimley, who is a Korean geologist, and Dr. Chen Wu, who some of you may recognize, he is a Chinese psychologist. And they're chatting in in the corner together. Oh Chen, how have you been? If you would like to vomit, I have brought some of my favorite liquor. Hi, Jorgen. Nice to see you. How long's it been? Good to see you. Oh, months at least. I'll give him a nice firm Norwegian handshake. Yeah, he. he, he do you happen he to know? Do, do you happen to know who is the doctor for the expedition? Uh, the, the doctor. Um. Yeah. Well, the head of research, I think, is uh, Dr. Court, but um, I think the person who you'll be going to see if you have any injuries or anything is uh, Dr. Zosimos Gilanis, I think. I think Did somebody name? call my name? Hello? <coughs> oh, are you Dr. Ah, Zosimos? Is, is he close by? I'm right here. This guy right here. Yeah, he's kind of like just probably behind you, to be honest. Is there something that you need? Have we stopped? Oh, I would call? just like to meet you. Ah. Well, I will hold out my hand to you and say, I am Ye Jorgen Johansson, ah, the biologist. You're from uh, Norway. It's not a trick question. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you know my friend, uh, Dr. Court? Uh, I do not, actually. I am getting some lag from the rest of you, so if I talk over you or don't hear you, I apologize. That's quite all right. So you are something for the lag later. So you are Dr. Zoe... Um, just, uh, may just I call, call you Dr. Z? Call me Dr. Z. Everybody does, yeah. Ah. Thank you. I can see why. It's because when I do surgery, I leave a little every time. Maybe a little zen. Yeah. <laughs> ah, like Zoro. Yeah. During the mingling, I keep within at least ten paces of Doctor Z. Okay. Why are you following me around? Like I'm, I'm some sort of precious diamond you're protecting. You're important. Well, you are the doctor. 
my guess. Oh, oh, Dr. Z, I just wanted to tell you, should the need arise, I also have some training in medicine and first aid. Oh, that's good. Maybe we'll put you to work if something happens. That's good to know. Well, uh, as you say that, Dr. Z, a hand touches you and you instantly know it's Dr. Court. Ah, Dr. Court, guten Tag. Uh, guten Tag. Uh, nothing, nothing's going to go wrong, Dr. Z. What are you on about? Ah, nothing. I, I, uh, I've suddenly gone into my German accent because I, I sometimes speak a little German with you. Of course, it happens, doesn't it? I'm glad, I you, I'm, I'm glad you recommended me for this trip. It's going to be very interesting. Yes. Um, I am most is interested to see if we can find these naked people living in the snow and the ice. Yes, when I was over there surveying, I didn't see any. No, no naked people. Perhaps it's just a myth, but uh, perhaps we can, uh, we can right. test the theory out on some of these other members of the crew. We can. Uh, Wait, not naked people? Yes, there are rumors of naked people in the, uh, in the ice. It is always ghosts and goblins living out in the ice because, you know, it's a wilderness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, we have many such tales in Norway. I bet you, you have, do. Uh, trolls, don't you, in Norway, living out in the woods? Yeah, that's true. And Finn, <laughs> Finnish people also. I like uh, the movie uh, Frozen. <laughs> so, ah. so suddenly Dr. Cox goes, hang on a minute, are you, uh, he points to Dr. Napier and he goes, you're that guy with the uh, Bigfoot footage, aren't you? That's me. Maybe what? it's around. Yeah, he's the expert in space bugs. Well, anything unnatural. Really? Well, yes, sir. They give degrees in this? Zoology. Oh, zoology, I know. You're, so you're a cryptozoologist. That I am. You look for the hidden animals, the ones that are very difficult to find. I've oh. I went to see numerous. I've looked for the chupacabra. I've looked for the yeti, the abominable snowman, mothman, you name it. I've looked for it. You know, I was once on a trail hiking in the woods in the uh, California region of the Sequoias. And uh, as I stood on the trail, a small little furry mouse came out of its hole and it danced across my foot and it had a very long tail and I uh, described this to a ranger and they said it was called a pika and that it was extremely rare that it would actually come out when there's people around and I'm like it walked on my foot so I've seen one of your little crypto hidden creatures that nobody ever sees he must have liked you I'm Greek so, but doesn't like Greeks Dr. Cole pipes up and he goes, uh, so Dr. Z, uh, Dr. Napier, and uh, Dr. Johansson, and you must, you must be Palmer, who they're assigning to my good friend Dr. Z here. Yes, He's I, my personal guard. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let me introduce you, all of you to uh, the people. So right next to us here, you've got Dr. Kim Lee and Dr. Chen Wu. Oh, they, are, 
They will. Uh, Ken Wu is here. If if you have any problems, if you have any uh, nervous breakdown or anything like that, you can talk to Ken Wu. He's the onboard psychologist. Ah. Uh, and then he he kind of ushers you to follow him. If you follow him, it's up to you guys. Who are those two fellows over there that look like they're up to no good? And as he say, as yeah. he says that, Angus and Leroy are probably just in the back. We've just walked in. Okay, cool. Um, I guess we're just looking for the drinks table. Would be us, really. Uh, the drinks table is actually by uh, Doctor Wu and Doctor Lee. I so. think, have I seen that one before? There was a special on YouTube about the Egypt. I think I saw that one over there. So as we're walking along, um, I clock Dr. Lee and sort of stop and spin Angus and I go, uh, so Kim is here. Uh, uh, who's, she, who's she with? Who's that? Woo. And I sort of like do a like not a very subtle kind of look over my shoulder. I'm like, I don't know, some Asian bloke. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, it was not. It, it wasn't like we were serious, man. It was that. It, it's cool. We both cool about it. We really are. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, okay. Totally. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm good with it. I don't see. I, I don't see why it's even a thing. I don't even know why. We got drinks here. Yeah, let's go. Let's go get a drink. So we we yeah. uh, then turn it back around and um, and make our way over to the drinks table. Yeah, as you head to the drinks table, um, you're kind of stopped. Uh, you must be um, Doctor Curtis and Doctor Hawkins. That and uh, Dr. yeah Court is the one who says. All right. That, uh, uh, let me uh, introduce you. So, um, Doctor Z. Mr. Palmer, Dr. Johansson, Dr. Napier. This is Dr. Curtis. He is an archaeologist on this expedition. And this is Dr. Hawkins. He is a big fan of Egypt. So, Dr. Dr. Hawkins, did, uh, you do the, to meet you. did you do the video on the YouTube about why the pyramids are pointy? I did. I did. I do remember that. That was very entertaining. Extensive research went into that. I'm really glad. I, did you like and subscribe? Oh, of course, of course, of course. Outstanding. Don't forget, I also have a Patreon. It funds yeah. all my expeditions. And you are, you are Dr. Curtis? Leroy Curtis, yeah. Ah. I'm an archaeologist. You're from the Australian, I mean, the New Zealand side of uh, New York. Yeah. Originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Ah, Tulsa. Yeah. I Tulsa. was there for a week one day. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Dr. Cole just goes, uh, Dr. Hawkins. I see the two of you were heading toward the... Oh, yeah. go, go ahead, Dr. Johans. Oh, I, I, I see the two of you were heading for the drinks table. Uh, if you would like, I brought the board a... Quite a generous supply of Akvit. It's the uh, national drink of Norway. It's quite good. And if you want entertainment, I will give some to Dr. Chen so you can watch him projectile vomit. Yep. 
I have a pill for that. I also have plenty of loot fisk. <coughs> yeah, sorry, I only I only drink good liquor, you know. Um you should, uh, you should probably put a little in uh you should probably put a little in chin. Yeah. So Dr. Cole pops up and goes, Dr. Hawkins, Dr. Curtis, would you like to uh, join me and the others as I introduce everyone who's in the room? Just so you know who everyone is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So uh, next to us, as I said to the other four, is Dr. Kim Lee and Dr. Chen Wu. Dr. Lee? Uh, She kind of, she notices you, Hawkins. But then she just turns to Doctor Wu, and they just start having a conversation. I, I'm I'm sniggering this whole time. I'm just like, I just turn around with my drink and brush the whole thing off. So he moves you like, and ne- next to Doctor Lee and Doctor Wu, uh, you have uh, the Chavez brothers who are kind of sat backwards on their chairs, so they're leaning on the back of their chairs. They're talking to each other. And uh, they just see you and go, hey, who are you guys? But they kind of say it in sync. Okay, that's creepy. Okay. It's creepier if they say, hey, who are you guys? (laughs) (laughs) You want to take Uh, it Leroy? The uh, one of them is... The bigger built one is Ricardo, and the smaller, very, very smaller one is Esteban. <coughs> Just so okay. that you know, when I, if I say like the big Chavez brother or something like that. Okay. Um, so Ricardo, he, uh, they stop talking at the same time because they're like, this may confuse you. So Ricardo just speaks like, uh, who are you? All? Um, I'm, I'm Dr. Leroy Curtis, uh, archaeologist. Pleased to meet you. Yeah, pleased to meet you too. Dr. Angus Hawkins. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Good to meet uh, you. We didn't interrupt you. Uh, you shut down pretty quick when we walked up. Didn't mean uh, to interrupt you. Just in talking about engineering, we don't actually know why we're here properly, to be honest. Huh. So that uh, sounds like a lot of us. Yes, very strange. We just got a phone call one day. And uh, they promised us a lot of money. So uh, living in Mexico these days, and we don't get paid a lot. So I did an expedition in Mexico a couple of years back. Oh, which one? Um, I was working on some of the uh, some Aztec ruins that were found out there. Oh, we might have... Uh, Done a bit of structural work over there. Oh. oh we might have seen each other. Who knows? Small yeah. world. Hmm. So, uh... Doc- Dr. Court kind of just goes, um, uh, let me, let's just move on and get to the others. Uh, he kind of just whispers to you, be careful of them too. They, tend- they have been known to uh, take things that aren't theirs. It's uh, it's not a bad, <laughs> not a bad thing. They believe in voodoo and stuff. They were taught by um, 
they were taught all this stuff by Dwayne and Benny over here, and he points to them, and they're just uh, he points them out. So Dwayne Stone and Benny Mitchell. Dwayne is very lanky, and Benny is tall and big built as well. And he just goes, they're pro trackers, but they believe in this voodoo stuff, and it. They've worked with uh, the Chavez's before and it kind of rubbed on them. Right. So they kind of take things and so sort of uh, they kind of bless them and then they return uh, them. It's very weird. All this voodoo stuff, I don't believe. Leroy, did you lock the door when we walked out? Yeah. You sure? No. Um, so, just got uh, a couple more people to introduce. So, over there, um, stood by the, uh, f- so he points uh, kind of to the top left of the room, and there are three women, very smartly dressed, and a man who's in a suit. He's, he's kind of got, he's got short hair, uh, five o'clock shadow. Uh, smartly dressed and uh, next to them is a girl in shorts and a tank top and she kind of just stood there and he goes, well that's Carl Stevens so I, I take physically physically yeah, I, I physically just go really taunt when he says that and um, my entire persona just completely changes so so I just, I just, I just turn, and I say, "So, she looks smartly dressed, and what a handsome, uh-huh. what a handsome chap she's with now." Oh, he won't be for long. Don't worry about that. Uh, Doctor Kim wasn't so funny now, was it, Leroy? Yeah, hi, okay. Hi. <laughs> All right, let's just call that one even and act like we don't know him. Okay. So does anyone have any questions before I tell you who the three people like in on the right at the back wall are? You might know them, the the Carlisles and Worthington other. But uh, you got any questions about anyone? Other than the ones in suits, I don't actually know who they are. No, not really, but I'm going to have a list of the entire crew so that I can start uh, examining everybody. We need to have a baseline yes, exam on everybody. I think all the security team, we can get them listed for you via ship's crew as well. Yes, so David a- can help me here, my friend David. Have the group in the suits, have, have they clocked us yet? Uh, no, they are deep in conversation. Okay, but Gil, who's not smartly dressed, a coral, she's kind of just twiddling her thumbs and looking at the... But, but has she seen us yet? No, she's not facing you guys. Okay. Uh, so, Mr. Palmer, what were you saying? So, who here is leading this whole Kashmir up? Leading? Um, that would be technic- on a technicality. Uh, the Carlisles and Worthington, and he points them out. You've got a small, petite woman. Uh, you've got a tall, very ugly looking, like he's got a lot of scars. And that is, uh, I forgot his name, uh, Robert Carlyle. 
And then next to them is a younger chap. Uh, he look he looks a bit like a cheeky chappy because he's kind of just um, he keeps moving around a bit. He's very jittery. Uh, that's hey. uh, Samuel Worthington. Sammy. Good old Sammy. Uh, and he goes, uh, but uh, obviously the expedition is being funded by Pillar Industries. And I think the uh, smartly dressed people over there are uh, representatives coming on the expedition. So, um, yes, any more questions from any of you? Not from me. Uh, Dr. Johansson, any questions from you? No, I think uh, I think I'm pretty well filled in. Unless you would like some loot, Fisk. Oh, uh, I'll give it a go. Why not? Oh, Jesus Christ! No, you you need to have him throw all that shit overboard. I don't. What am I saying? I second that. I second all, that. All you have to do is smell it, and you'll know exactly what I mean. Hey, if you need me to piss on the bottle, I'll go to my quarters and bring some for you. <laughs> if uh, if you if you just wait, I'll uh, head out and go to my quarters. If you just wait, Doctor Johansson, I think uh, the Carlisles are going to speak in a minute. Oh, all right. We we will go uh, have a cheeky uh, a cheeky uh, beverage, as they say these days. Uh, so very as, well. As he says that. Um, Doc, uh, Robert Carlyle, who most of you, if you don't know him personally, you've all heard of him. He kind of just pipes up and says, thank you all for coming. Uh, I know you might have a lot of questions while you're all here. And uh, all I'm going to say is you are all the best in your fields. We believe that with you guys, we can get the best out of this expedition. We are going to the Henderson facility, which is in the middle of uh, Antarctica. And um, from there, we will have to travel a little bit to check out where these anomalies under the ice and these so-called naked people have been seen. But none of the surveyors said they saw any of this. And so this expedition could be a waste of time, but the kind folks at Pira Industries are funding this entire thing. They even built this ship for us. So then, uh, as he says that, he kind of points at the uh, smartly dressed people. And then uh, he just goes, I'm just going to hand over to Mr. Worthington here. He will free you in on a few things. So, hi guys. Uh, Worthington. Wait. Curtis? Hawkins? Is that you? Ah, nice to see you guys again. Um, I didn't realize you guys had accepted this. Yeah, Sammy. We never turned you down. No, oh, man. Wait. Oh, yeah. It was me who gave you, told you to come. Oh, I forget these days. Um, so, just for you in on a few things. So, we've got a large security force. We've got a few doctors. So, if you need any help, go to Dr. Z. He points to Dr. Z or Dr. Court, or, or Dr. Wu. He's a psychologist, so if you have any worries about anything, you feel a panic coming on, go speak to him. 
uh, security will always are 24-7 on the ship and they will be when we're at the facility. Uh, we'll explain more about the facility when we reach there. There are specific labs for each of you to go to. We've already got some evidence there that we can have a look at. Uh, Mac, who is Mac, is the guy who we've got over there. He's been cleaning the place up, making sure uh, it's all nice for us when we get there. He's kind of put everything in the right place. So um, without further ado, I guess I've got to... Um, introduce the representatives of Pira who are um, kindly funding this expedition and decided to send four of their best, and he actually does that, best people on their company, in their company. Who knows? So he introduces them one at a time. So here we got Samantha Green and Cara Green. Uh... This is Rose Mason, Samantha and Cara. They're they're both the same height. They've both got they've both got brown hair. To be honest, you'd think they were sisters looking at them, but they are married. And Rose, she's really tall, petite. Uh, she's really tall from what you'd expect from a woman. And then um, Patrick Fawn. He introduced Patrick Fawn and he just walks over to Worthington and almost barges him out of the way. It's like, thank you, Worthington. So I'm Patrick Fawn and I will be technically the head of this expedition. And he kind of just smiles, as he says that, he kind of smiles at the Carlisles and Worthington. And you all notice that they kind of give like a really foul look they kind of look to the side away from him and they kind of just look really pissed off when he says that they just look a bit angry as he says that so you all you all get the uh intention that he might be a little bit of a a prick maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just goes all i gotta say is we are here so just make sure you get the job done we know the goals here we're just here to observe, make sure you got everything you need, make sure you say, uh, stay safe. Your safety means a lot to us at Pirate Industries, and we welcome you on this expedition. Uh, the journey to where we need to go by boat will take a few days, and the captain of the ship is Captain Hansen. If you have any queries to him, go speak to him. Uh, he, he likes his alcohol, so maybe take him some whiskey. If you want to sweet talk him. And um, all I'm going to say is enjoy the journey. Enjoy this expedition. And nothing will go wrong, I promise you. And he kind of... (laughs) (laughs) Do do you say that out loud, Dr. Z? No. Uh, um, by the way, as he's speaking, he has kind of got his hands out like this. He has. And he then just walks off to the side and Dr. Worthington, Professor Worthington comes back and he just goes, um, yeah, if you guys uh, get your drinks, uh, go and you can grab some quick food in the kitchen. It's fully stocked. And then uh, rest for a few, rest. Um, we've got an onboard lab and library, so any 
research that you need to do, uh, any queries, just come and find us, and just the general stuff. Um, so yeah, if just everyone have a lovely night, and um, he then looks at Curtis and Hawkins, and he goes, uh, "I'm gonna, I'll, I'll come chat with you guys in a bit. I'll come to your room." You got it. And then he kind of just swaggers off a little bit. Classic Sam, just swagger for days. Look at him. Just oozes wherever he goes. Enough. Nice. Question for the keeper. Yeah. Who, who is the guy who likes his alcohol? Uh, that would be Captain Hansen. He, uh, Captain John Hansen. Oh, he, the captain of the ship. He's the Scottish captain. Oh, shit. He likes his alcohol, so he's not going to be interested in your stuff, man. I mean, <laughs> yes, but he's John Hansen and Johansson. Got a point. Johansson, please, Doctor no, Z. Johansson. Well, I cannot pronounce your name, so I suppose it's fair. <laughs> it's Johansson. Johansson. Now, Doctor Curtis, I'll have you know there. Akavit is the national drink of Norway for a reason. It is very good. It, we also chase it with beer. I know. There's nothing better after uh, Everclear than beer. I'm more of a rum guy myself. I, I would like to taste oh. it. As long as well, I will bring that and Lutefisk. Who is the Lutefisk guy? Uh, Dr. Coates. Dr. Coates. Dr. Court is insane. He's kind of just stood next to Dr. Z. Let's all meet in a room that we Quartz, don't want to meet Quartz. in. Because when he opens up the Lutefisk, we're all going to run. Of course. <laughs> well, Dr. Court pops up and goes, you could come to my room, bring it to my room. I am by myself in the room, so. Well, uh, look, me and Angus, we are oh, uh, right off to our room. Uh, we might head off to our room to wait for Sammy, so uh, we'll catch up with you guys later. Okay. Uh, Is Kane in uh, in the room nearby, or Jones? Uh, uh, no, there seems to be no none of the other security in this room. Okay. It's a bit odd when they said there's going to be security keeping an eye twenty four seven, and you're the only security in here. Right. Hmm. Why don't you go take care of that problem? I'll be fine. I just I'm going to go and I'm going to see if I can set up some sort of a medical spot. Okay. I'll uh, I'll check back within you and say, oh wait, um, or say in under an hour. That's fine. Perfect. Uh, Doctor Cope. I must say, Mister Palmer, you certainly seem very attentive to the doctor. He's very important to us. Yeah. For some reason. I sometimes uh, wander off and nobody can find me. <laughs> so, Dr. Oh, speaking Cole, of which, uh, where would I find you? Where is the medical base so I can find you later? Uh, I don't know uh, yet. <laughs> Dr. Cox kind of like, uh, my room. I've set up, a, I've literally moved my bed to all the way to one side and I've set up a makeshift medical lab in my room. I'm the only one in it, so... I kind of moved everything out the way and just made a makeshift. All right. They, they didn't give us the proper medical bay. 
It's and not that seems ship. I imagine when we get to the uh, I, Henderson facility that they'll have a more. Yes, there's a, there's a big one. A big one. A very big. Well, Dr. Court, let's go to your room and I will feed you Lutfisk and uh, Akavit. Cool. Um, as you said, um, Dr. Napier, you are kind of pulled away by Dwayne and Benny, who are the pro-trackers. Uh, Dr. Napier, uh, Dwayne says to you, uh, Dr. Napier, um, have, uh, what have you come across in uh, voodoo recently? You said the next time we would see you, uh, you would talk to us about your voodoo charms that you've seen. I haven't come across anything recently, guys. Damn. We've kind of, we're trying to experiment with uh, new things, but we don't, know, we don't know a lot about it. We've kind of just learnt it as we go along, and we were hoping you would give us a bit more help. Well, next time I uh, come across something, I will keep you guys in mind. Okay. Uh, thank you. Um, can I, uh, uh, he kind of, you see Benny kind of pinches a bit of your hair. <laughs> and you just see him do it. Uh, sorry, uh, it's just so we can uh, keep you safe. We can keep you safe. We can, uh, we've got this, uh, we got these dolls and we put it on and we can keep it, keep you safe, Dr. Napier. Uh, oh, oh, okay, whatever you guys say. Yeah. When have we ever, when have we ever lied, Dr. Napier? Not to me, at least. They kind of just walk off with your bit of hair that we kind of put in a little plastic bag. <laughs> it's kind of a bit of an odd, odd thing. They haven't done this to you in the past. You've only met them a few times, but they haven't done this in the past. Oh. Uh, so where was everyone going? Was, who was going where? Heading downstairs to the security room. Okay. Uh, me and Angus were going back to our room to catch up with Sam. Okay. Dr. Court's room to set up uh, medical. Yeah, Jorgen, you were going to Dr. Court's room. Napier, are you going to go to Dr. Court's room? or? Yeah, I'll go as well, yes. Okay. Cool. Okay, I will go with Palmer first, as he's by himself going down. All right, so as I go down the hall, uh, I'm looking for any of the security that I recognize. Um, none on this deck, but I'm assuming you're just going to keep going down until you get to the... Exactly, down to the second deck. has got the security room. Yeah. So... As soon as you get to that deck, they're all kind of just... There's a few people stood in the hallway, uh, kind of just having a chat. You notice that the people stood in the hallway are Felix Calloway and uh, Mac... Do I know these people yet? Or? You've heard of them via Doug. Okay. All right. Um, hey, guys. Have uh, either of you seen uh, Doug Jones or uh, Kane Hunt? Uh, uh, Felix pops in and goes, uh, Kane's probably in his room, and uh, Doug, he might be in the security room. I don't know. Haven't seen him much. He All is right. here, though. All right, so uh, so I'll go to whichever is closest. I'm guessing the security room, or would Kane's room be closer? 
depends which way you went down. Depends which way you went down. The right hand side of the second deck. Uh, yeah, the security room, you would come to the door into there first. All right. I go up to the door, I try it. Uh... David? David Palmer? Uh, the door opens, and literally as the door opens, uh, you just see Doug there, and he's like, David! And he goes, hey! <laughs> Doug. Uh, hey! Gla- glad you're here, man. Glad you're here. F- familiar face. Yeah, I don't recognize any of these guys. I've heard of a couple of them. I I worked for a while with Kane back in the day when I was transferred out to Spec Ops. But who, uh, ha- who hasn't worked with Kane? <laughs> have you seen him? I'm trying to find out what's the SOP for our security detail. I, I've given he's, him in his room, he's in his room. Uh, it's just by the ship crew quarters, the second one. It's, oh. he, he literally kind of peeks out the door and points to his door. Okay. Has he gone over any specs with us? or uh... He just said there has to be two people patrolling the halls, and I'm pretty sure uh, Mac and Felix are out there. Interesting. Is anyone assigned to the cargo holds for any of our survival equipment or expedition equipment? Uh, the ship's crew are pro. The ship's crew... We don't get told a lot. Kane's kind of not been keeping us in the loop, and I don't even think the Pira people are keeping Kane in the loop. Interesting. All right, I'll check in with Kane real quick. I'll catch up with you later. Maybe we can have a drink or two on our time off. Okay, man, he kind of just... So are you heading straight to Kane's room? Yeah, I'll just head straight. I'll follow his directions to where Kane is. Yeah. Uh, so as you knock on the door, it, it, you kind of, uh, it opens, but you kind of see that Kane's kind of stretching over to open it as he seems to be on the phone to someone. Okay. I'll, I'll give him a moment. As, uh, as he's kind of just puts down, it's like, ah, oh, David, you're, you're here. Hello. Uh, yeah, Kane, when you get a minute, it doesn't have to be right now, but sooner rather than later, I'd like to go over the operating procedures for our security detail on the ship. Um, I, I, I'm to take care of the dock, but uh, is there any more involved with this? I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. No, David. Your job for the entire expedition is to keep Dr. Z alive. Wow. Yep. That sounds a little interesting. Yeah, I... It's what Dr. Court said, and Dr. And from what Dr. Court said, that's what the Carlisles told Dr. Court. I have not a clue why. All right. Well, I will, I will keep myself with that. If you ever need me to check in, just let me know. Yeah, will do. Uh, can you just make sure Mac and Felix are doing their rounds of the entire ship? I just passed them in the hallway. They seem to be doing some sort of job. I swear, if I just stood there having a chat, I will. <sighs> you might want to keep an eye a little bit on them. Okay. Can you just nudge from as you uh, go on your way, David? Can you just nudge from? All right. Will do. All right, Kane. I'll see you a little later. I'll head back to, to Doc. Cheers. Okay. So I will then go to Angus and Leroy.
Uh, so you guys just go into your room, yeah? Yeah. yeah. When we're yeah. walking, as we're walking back from the dining area, back to our room. Yeah. Do we notice any names on these doors? Do you want to do? Do you want to do a spot hidden to see if you're paying attention? Just okay. Both of us, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a fourteen, so uh, six. Yeah, we, we both notice. Yeah, you, you just noticed, and that means you've noticed that you've been sandwiched in between yeah. the people that you probably didn't want to be. Ah, uh, shit! We're right. Next I to need Kim. a drink. <laughs> we're right next to Kim. Yeah, we're. Look who else we're next to. Did, oh, did you see those shorts she was wearing? Oh, shut up. Yep. Wait, kind of, the, she's she's with that Patrick guy. The the and the leader of the crew. I'm the big guy. I don't know, man. Maybe she's into that kind of thing. Did you see Kim? She didn't even look at me. She just turned away. Hi, I'm Doctor. Who even does you, that? You, you have that impression on some people. Man, uh, hey, you hey, you still got that bottle of rum you uh, keep with you? Oh yeah. Okay, let's oh, let's. Yeah. I, I got something I want you to translate for me. So, uh, let's let's go in and, and pour pour some rum in now. Chill as out. You, as you guys are about to head into your room, uh, you get a tap on your shoulder, and you just you you know instantly just how like hard it is on your shoulders. You know it's Sam. Sam. Ow, Stemmy, how you doing? Hey. He, he sometimes just goes hey randomly. You don't know why. <laughs> hey, Sammy. How are you guys then? Have you got right. have you got the rum? Have you got the rum? It's, it's <laughs> in my bag. Cool. Come on in. We'll, we'll pour some. We'll pour some rum. Cool. I can fill you in on some little secrets that I found out that I'm you're, not you're, meant to you're tell pretty good. You're pretty good at that, Sammy. You seem to uh, you seem to get all the secrets. Uh, thank you for that, by the way. That little uh, email you sent me six minutes ago got me uh, got me out of a bit of a pickle. Yeah, it's fine, man. It's fine. I know. And she's with that. She's married to that prick now. Yeah, I wish she'd kind of told me that they were going to be here. That would have been a really great heads up. But you know, that's that's cool. You know, I can't. I can't see ahead of time, man. I just get told what I get told. Fair enough. There you go, Sam. Thank you, man. I'm assuming you, all three of you have kind of probably just gone into the uh, room, room and sat down. Yeah. So, how's your Egypt stuff going along, Angus? That's it's Egypt. A lot of years to cover, you know. It's a that's a many years to many years to wrap up into one lifetime and one career, but it's going all right. Yeah. True. True. Uh. Curtis, any interesting uh, archaeological discoveries? Uh, well, my last trip was with Angus in, in Egypt. We were uh, investigating just a, a new discovered tomb at the Valley of the Kings. You know, I swear they got a new one of those every week now. It's usually a hoax. Yeah, I'm, but, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, literally. People just make up that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like Bigfoot and things like that. They're not real. Why is that? Yeah, exactly. Who invited that Dr. Napier? Who needs a cryptozoologist? Ah, uh, come on. Everybody needs a job, man. Come on. 
He's a good guy. He seems like a good guy. And yeah, he's I, not too bad. Probably is, but I wish people would tell me who they bring on the expedition. I'm one of the leaders. Yeah, but you got a list. We had to sign in. We had to sign in next to our name, didn't we? Yeah, but do I see the list? You, 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 you both kind of get that he's probably a little bit off it. He's a bit off his head. He might have uh, been doing his usual, uh, usual um, arrangement. Hmm. Recreational activity. Yeah. So what's with the secrets, Sammy? So, apparently, at the base that we're going to, uh-huh. where Mac is keeping an eye. I don't even know who Mac is. Who the hell is Mac? Who, who knows? I, I don't know. Uh, and so, they were talking. And obviously, Dr. Court was there with a surveyor group. And um, so Dr. Court comes back with the other four on the surveyor group. And they were all meant to be on the expedition, but only Dr. Court came back. Turns out, four days ago, all four of them committed simultaneous suicide. Um, Did they leave a note? No notes. Apparently someone just walked into their hotel room. They were all apparently having this poker night. There was a couple of other people in there who literally ran out. They didn't even tell anyone, but there were two other people in there with them. But those two people just claimed uh, they were scared when they just witnessed these four people stab themselves in the neck with, like, ice picks. Shit, a brick. I know. Brutal, man. Brutal. Top, top you off after that? Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, 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 so, as he's saying this to you, I'm going to go to the other three. So, you're going, Jacob, and Dr. Z, you are in Dr. Court's room. Yes, I, I'm very interested now in tasting your aqua vita, your, your water of life. But please, uh, yeah. don't, open the, don't open the lutefisk until after I leave. I've smelled it. Yeah, I stopped by. Please don't open the lutefisk. I stopped by my room and got a, pa- a packet of it I can peel open any time. But here you go. Try the Akavit. Yeah. Mm, smells smells like rye bread. Very strange. Tastes a little... Yeah, uh, yeah. It is made from rye. Car- caraway seeds do I taste? Yeah. Rye and caraway. Yeah, that's right. Li- you are very good. A little bit of licorice. It uh, reminds me a little bit of ouzo. What would you like uh, some Uzo. liqueur, anyone? I've got uh, some German liqueur. You mean schnapps? Oh, <laughs> it's it, always schnapps. When he brings it up, he's kind of like wrapped it in like this, like black tape to cover up that it's schnapps. He's kind of. What are we not supposed to have alcohol on board the ship? I've got the whole case full of it. Dude. No, I just, I just wanted to try to pretend I had something other than schnapps. Ah, I always bring schnapps. I can smell the peppermint. Ah. I have peach as well. I mean, I don't have... I any. do. I do enjoy ouzo. We'll have to trade a bit. I've also got some uh, 
some metaxa, some uh, brandy. I like it very much. Uh, so, uh, is that what? called for schnapps? Uh, no, it's not schnapps. It's uh, it's it's brandy. What do you guys think about uh, what's going on? Well, I'm here to take care of all of you, so I don't really care what the expedition is, though I'm very interested in seeing these naked people. I want to see their physiology. If they uh, what, so what is the naked people all about? I, um, well, uh, apparently... Is that what the... We are not going on an expedition to see naked people, are we? No, there no, must no, be no, some... No. Some reason they're spending all this money. We are looking at some anomalies under the ice, apparently. There's I... been some weird structure, apparently. People keep saying this, but I don't know what they mean, the anomaly under the ice. Some, some kind of weird structure? Yes. Uh, a few people, uh, one of the colleagues who came with me on the su surveillance, uh, he thought it was some kind of pyramid. Nah. Some people think it's like cylindrical. It's a, there's a lot of things. I hope it's not that thing from that movie, The Thing. I know that is such a good oh. movie. Oh. Although I've seen like that many study. times. You know, when when you are Norwegian, the beginning of the movie kind of spoils the whole thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. But then they made the second movie that's all about the Norway station. Yes, yeah, prequel. I'm very interested, Dr. Napier, in hearing about your encounter with the legendary yeah. Sasquatch. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, Bigfoot. He was bigger than I could ever imagine. 12 foot, almost, this guy was. What? Yes, yes, 12 foot, and it was just... It looked nothing like the other pictures. Big, hairy, mass of a human being, almost. And this, where, where did you encounter this again? It was in uh, Washington State, actually. Ah. Huh. Yes, well, you've got all the, you've got a huge national forest there, yeah. You could, yes. hide, could hide a whole army out there. Uh, are you sure it's not a grizzly bear? This was no grizzly bear. <laughs> it was walking on two feet. Well, you're a zoologist. Well, What's the difference between a hairy man and a, and a grizzly bear? But a 12-foot man? That is rather strange. What about the Loch Ness monster? Have you figured that's a real thing? No, I've been working out in the Caribbean looking for the chupacabra. Chupacabra, huh? Mm. <sighs> yeah, the Loch Ness, that doesn't make any sense. It's not that big of a lake. You're talking about the uh, plesiosaur living out in the water. It would be seen, surely. I know, it's ridiculous. You, but, should, men you should mention it to Dr. Hans Dr. Hansen, Captain Hansen. He goes berserk when people say it's a myth. But I have often thought about the Bigfoot, that it could be a species of uh, human that split off at some point from... Uh, you know the the apes because there's no apes in the in the the Americas, and uh, that they are simply naturally afraid of the outside world and their intelligence, so True. they can hide. Uh, I don't. It's very possible. Uh, also, there is a knock at the door, and it is just David 
asking. Hello, David. Please come in. Try some of this uh, this water of life. Oh, thanks. Try the, try the loot fisk as well. Yeah. Uh, don't. Ah, oh, I were. I, I am holding this vacuum sealed plastic pack and I'm like got both sides ready to peel it open. That's uh interesting. Thanks. Hey, no, they won't let you take that on airplanes. <laughs> I thought this is what they fueled them with. Oh no, if if somebody were to drop that in the airplane, they would have to land the airplane <laughs> or open all the windows. Or well, you might get oh. uh, all, all that TV show Lost might happen. You know, <laughs> it is it is it is fermented fish. Oh, I like uh, seafood, but I'm not sure if this is an. Yeah, abom- I I can promise you, if you open the loot fisk, you will not be lost. We will find you. <laughs> I think I heard somewhere that Norwegians don't actually eat loot fisk. They just prepare it for strangers who believe that they eat it, and then they they get them to eat it, and they laugh behind their backs. <laughs> um, oh, this is not true, but that is funny to do. I will say this this aquavita is pretty yeah. strong, you know. Yeah, yes, it's pretty strong. It sneaks it up. It's very good for you. Yes, David, the the Doctor Z. Dr. Z was very good at uh, determining the ingredients of the Akavit. Definitely. Can you tell what's in it? I'm not sure if I really want to know, but it certainly can clear the sinuses. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's medicinal. Over the tannoy, you guys just uh, hear, this is your captain speaking. uh, uh, We are heading off now. So just uh, be wary if uh, there's a little bit of sliding to the right and left, uh, you know. You've got the drama mean, Dr. Z? Oh, yeah. We don't use all the drama yes, mean. Jacob, thank you for uh, getting our, our, our rooms toward the center of the ship. The drama mean, that's, uh, that's kind of an old, that's a... a, a a, uh, a generic term for it, yeah, but we have better drug drugs now. Dr. Cog just uh, kind of looks at his watch and goes, uh, it's uh, 9.30. Uh, I think I might uh, hit the hay soon. I'll go back to my room. Come along, do- come along, Palmer. The, the, somebody might want to shoot me or something. <laughs> I'm not taking a bullet for you. But Across I'll- the hall. I, I will see, I see you in the morning. I will take the bullet out if you take the bullet for me. <laughs> well, let's try to avoid both situations. Unless they hit you between the eyes, I can probably save you. Beer has got some good technology. I'm wondering uh, who knows what they can do. I'm hoping we don't have to find out. Indeed. Uh, so, Doctor Z and David, you're going back to your respect. You're going back to your room. Uh, Jacob and y- Jorgen, are you going back to your room as well? Yes. I am. Well, first, I'm going to peel open the lutefisk and uh, offer some to Doctor Court and Jacob. Would you like some lutefisk, Jacob? <laughs> <sighs> no, please don't. 
If if you open that, I have to go stay with Doctor Z and David. If he's opened the bag, when we're in our room, I go, "Ah, shit!" (laughs) Don't you open that? Whoop 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 whoop. Uh, So, are you are you gonna open it, York? Of course, I peel that shit right open. Oh, come on. Literally, you just get caught. He, you don't know, that's good for you. He he runs to the toilet and just throws off as soon as he smells his The thing is, is that your physical reaction isn't Oh, that smells bad. Your physical reaction... Uh, Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Cox says, uh, Dr. Johansson, get that shit out of my room. (laughs) So we open the sanity check from everyone. Um, (laughs) Oh, all right. I'm putting my mask on. I'll, I'll rock out with the with the pack on my arm, eating some as I go. Oh. <laughs> I'm staying in another. I'm staying in the hallway tonight. We're in our room, and I can smell this. Yeah, as he walks by. Jesus, Leroy, what is that? Uh, that Napier, would be our Norwegian friend. Uh, Napier, you do know there is a spare room on this deck that you could stay in. If uh, I, I might have to tonight, until the smell goes away. So uh, Hawkins and Curtis, what were you saying? Uh, we're just uh, we're just saying we can smell it from our room that's closed off and everything. Yeah, by now um, we've we've knocked off about what three quarters of the bottle of rum. Yeah, has Sammy given us any more information other than the uh, the suicides? Um. Oh, if you do, you want to. I'm assuming you want to know more, so he will give yeah, you. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm assuming you probably had a bit more alcohol before he continues. His yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's he's quite well sloshed by now. All so, three of us. After the suicide, right? After yeah. these suicides, Doctor Court, apparently, mm? yeah, he he was meant he was hit. Well, some people say he was here, but the two people who were at the um hotel where the four people who died committed suicide were. Apparently mm. they said Dr. Court was with them. He can't be in two places at once. Unless he's a twin. I don't think I don't think he has a twin. Well, then yeah he can't be in two places at once. That's impossible, yeah. Wait, hold on. Do you two want a, he, he kinda just pulls out this little bag with a white with a white substance in you guys, uh, you know, like old days. No, I'll pass. Yeah, I'll I'm pass. Good. I'm um, good, Sammy. You go. You do your thing, man. We got. I've kind of blocked my nose up from the fermented fish, so it's kind of pointless. Yeah. He says, uh, "I'll just. I'll, I'll see you guys in the morning." And he kind of, he kind of stumbles out, and he actually falls out the door, which. The other four who are on their way back to their rooms will probably see him just fall out. <laughs> 10 points, Sammy. 10 points. Well done. Uh, see you tomorrow. See you guys. Later, Later, Sammy. And he just stumbles back to his room. Uh, so, what is everyone doing in their respective rooms? I'll start with uh, 
Dr. Z and David? I uh, go through my usual hygiene routine, brush my teeth. Um, I hope you don't mind, Dr. Palmer. I sleep in the nude. <laughs> sleep as you like. I've <laughs> seen it all. Uh, so have I. I'm a doctor. I've seen everything. I'm a little concerned. I, I don't know. I was talking to some of the security detail, and they just... It just doesn't seem too organized on this trip. Are you getting any sort of sense from your colleagues that this seems to be thrown together at the last minute, maybe? Well, I don't know about that. I'm no psychologist, but I can uh, tell that our uh, archaeologists seem to have some previous relationship with some of the other members of the ship. Uh, uh, perhaps a, uh, a, a physical relationship um, that from their reactions, uh, not, not too pleasant at present, uh, perhaps a previous breakup or a divorce, I don't know. Um, I also find it extremely strange that they have assigned you to me as if I am so incredibly important. I don't, I'm not aware of being important. I'm not heading any expedition into the Icelands or I, I I'm not sure either. I was just assigned to to keep you safe, to keep you okay. I'm really interested. I'm intrigued why they have so much security on such a just a scientific expedition. It doesn't like maybe one or two would make sense, but yeah, and there's uh, several. Maybe they don't trust someone that they're bringing along. Maybe that's uh, Dr. Hawkins and Dr. Curtis are a little, you know, uh, they look like they could sneak in someplace and steal an idol and get out without getting chopped up by the uh, the, the, the the booby traps. They did look a little shaky and sneaky. I mean, that's good. That's a good thing, you know, but... Uh, I think uh, I think Doctor Yorkin is a nice enough chap. With uh, he's certainly very friendly and hospitable. Doctor Napier is uh, is interesting. I must say. I mean, he's obviously a zoologist. He has a degree, but I saw his special on I think the History Channel. I know, but you know, didn't you? I sat there staring at that thing, and I kept thinking, all right, where would you put the zipper? <laughs> I wanted to see a zipper, just a, just a glint of zipper. I'm yeah. not so sure. It was good, though. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Well, have now, nowadays with CGI, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering. We'll have to get him a little drunk and see if he'll spill any beans on that documentary. I wonder if there's a way that we can check his background because I'm, I'm sure that they checked everybody's background. You're in security. You should be able to check his background. Palmer will be able to access from a computer using the security uh, <laughs> login details to access all information about him. Yeah, I can do a rudimentary check, but uh, not not too in-depth. I haven't I mean, been cleared yet too high. We all probably have little skeletons in our closets, but uh, just yeah. as long as he doesn't actually have skeletons in his closet. 
especially big collects. Yeah. I have a skeleton in my closet back at home, but it's... <laughs> For professional uses, I'm sure, Doc. Yes, yes. In case I forget what this bone is called. Yeah. Uh, All right, so uh, you two going to go to sleep? Yeah. That... Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll go to Dr. Napier and Dr. Johansson. Well, I'm going to look out the window and just kind of see where we're at right now, if I can see anything. Uh, you, you can, peeking back, you can still see Invercargill in the distance. It's not that, you, you haven't really gone that far. I'm just going to do my normal uh, routine for bedtime and, <laughs> and uh, lay down. Okay. Uh, Dr. Johansson? Well, I'll go see the captain and see if he would like some loot fisk and uh, see if I, he would like some powerful drink while he's driving the ship. And uh, then okay. I'll go back to my room, wash up, brush my teeth, that sort of thing, and uh, hit the sack. Okay. Just take that loot Smelling like fish. So... I'll come to you on your way. Uh, you, I'll come to, back to you in a minute because we'll have a little thing with Hanson. So we'll go to Hawkins and Curtis first. So what are you two doing? Actually, can both of you do a listen roll? Actually, yeah. you do. Uh, this better not be what I think it's going to be. 84. Um, I got a 35, which is a pass. Just a regular so, pass. Hawkins, I'm assuming you failed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Leroy, you, um, yeah, you hear exactly what you thought you'd be hearing. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I hear it. Um, and I just go real, like, okay. And then, obviously, that will get Angus. <laughs> I'm assuming, like, aware of what's going on. And then I'm going to, like, pull out both my desert eagles and just point them at the wall <laughs> and I'm assuming when I do that Angus just tackles me to the ground um, and tackles me to the ground and then he just bangs on the wall knock it off over there knock it off bong 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 and uh, you bang just here uh, we're not making any Noise, jackass. And then the noise, and it just gets louder. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. I'm, I get up. I get up, and I, I go to the door. Um, the, the door. Um, what, what's the door situation? Is it like, um, like an airlock type one? It, or? It, it's, a, it's a sliding <coughs> door. Okay, so is it made of metal, wood? Uh, metal. Okay, so I probably couldn't kick it open then. No, it, it it's metal, but it kind of has like a wood uh, look to it. But it's metal. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, uh, Jesus, uh, and I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a power check just to see how angry I am. Uh, well, I failed that, which means I failed to compose myself. Um, I failed brutally for that. I got a 92. So, um, oh, so yeah, I, I slam that door open. 
um, and go over to the bed and um, place the barrel of one of my desert eagles on his forehead. And I just um, say, you make more noise and I'll put another hole in you for me to fuck. Uh, can can you? Oh, fuck. I'm going to. No, I, I can't. No, I'm not going to do uh, He kind of just. He kind of just goes, well, now I see why she left you, son. Okay. Uh, yeah, pistol whip. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, he's going to oh, actually. Combat. Yeah, but he, he will try to um, attack you back if you go to attack. Oh, him. fucking A. Yes. Oh! <laughs> This is amazing. Yeah, okay. okay. So, let's do it. I'll use my shit-coloured dice because he's a shit bag. So, there we go. Oh nine. I got an extreme as well, but not quite an 09. So, is it, it's, it's the attacker. We worked this out when we did that, the one in the hotel, Tom. If, if we both get the same thing, the attacker wins, correct? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If if uh, in combat, uh, whoever's doing the attack, if they win, then they 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 accomplish their attack. If okay. they lose, and uh, the lose the the other guy loses, then nothing happens. And but if, if they both pass, if they, well, if they both pass, then the attacker gets the attack. Okay. So I get it. Okay, cool. If the attacker loses and the attacker yeah, the, if they passes, then he gets to do what he. It favors right. the attacker. Cool. So let me work this out. I hit him with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Johansson, uh, you'd have probably just walked by at this point. <laughs> um. Does anyone have stats for like a club or like what would I yeah. use for hitting him with my gun? Uh, a club is a 1d8 plus your strength. Okay, 1d8 plus my strength. Of course, that's if you're hitting as hard as you can. Oh, I am. Yeah. Well, well, you can kill the guy and you're going to get thrown in jail and you won't be in the game. <laughs> uh, well, I rolled an 8. Um, and so, so hang on. My 8 plus my strength. So do you mean like my damage bonus? Your damage bonus. Yeah. Okay, so I got eight plus a one d four. Three. So eight, nine, ten. I hit him ten hit points. I crash his skull, in, right? No. He kind of. It's really strange, to you, but you do it, and you hear a click. Like his jaw is like obviously clicked, yeah. but he still won't talk anymore. He's just still stood straight, and you just see him push it back and he just looks at you is that the best you've got and then he goes to hit you now who, Ang who Angus, is the PC the who is uh, Angus did you follow him Angus yeah I'm about to grab him and bring him and you, but I'm not Johan big enough to do that Johansson you're probably you, you, you're probably just at the door so you can see him it's a hockey game Where's where's um where's Coral in all this whole situation? She's kind of uh, covering up and in the corner of a bed. Okay. So I've clocked him pretty now fucking hard. Yeah. 
Now you clocked him. Mm. Who's the PC who's attacking someone? Uh, Leroy is attacking. Well, Question attack. for the GM. Yeah, Le- Leroy attacked. Um, Wait, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, the rough and tumble archaeologist. Well, I will interpose myself and say, uh, uh, what is Leroy's last name? Curtis. Oh, I have it right here. Curtis. Mr. Curtis, please. This is, <laughs> this is insane. What, what are you doing this for? Not your problem. I'll just, I'll just pull him. I'll get in there and, and try to pull him off, get him off there. Yeah, I let, I let I let Angus pull me back a bit, you know. Okay. Um, Patrick Carnivan just goes. You don't need to. You don't need to worry, uh, Doctor. He's looking at you, Doctor Johansson. Just like Doctor, what what's your name? Uh, Jorgen Johansson. Uh, Doctor, Doctor Johansson, you don't need to worry about me. I can deal with dickheads like this. Man, right here. As you see, when he hit me, I have a uh, metal on my face. I was in a bit of an accident, but the people at Pure Industries fixed me a nice new face. Okay. Um, yep. Oh, going, I see. We're going, we're going back to our room. We're going back to our room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, is there actually skin torn off that reveals metal underneath? Yeah. He he actually because it's kind of almost it's like a skin coating that's on top of the metal that he kind of puts on it, but he kind of pulls that away just to show you. And you Jeez. can see, you can see that underneath the metal, there's bad scarring. Very bad scarring. Dritz! Dritz! Holy fuck! You're like the Terminator. I'm human. I'm as human as it can get. But if that guy walks in here again, I will. And he just points to lighten it under his bed and there's just a shotgun under his bed. I will use it. Oh, please Uh, now. We all have to work together. We can't be killing each other. Well, let's just say I might have to... Uh, Curtis and Hawkins, have you guys gone back to the room? Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, we, we uh, left before we saw it. Like, before he was pulling the skin away, we were gone. Can you both do um, a listen roll, please? Oh, you want just, me to kill this guy, don't you? Just, Fucking me. Just, just to see if you can hear. I got an 08. I got a 94. Uh, so um, you hear it, uh, you hear him say to Johansson that I could, I'm pay, we're paying his wages. I can easily cut his money. I don't give a shit about his money. <laughs> I make enough. It's, it's not about the money. <laughs> he just goes, uh, Mister Johansson, uh, could you uh, leave me and my wife in peace, please? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, excuse me. I just, uh, 
Are you sure you don't need a, a little medical attention? No, I'm fine. I can pack. All right. Well, good night. Uh, and he he then just closes the door as you leave. Um, so Jorgen, I'll stay with you as you'll you'll make your way to Hansen. Takes you a few minutes to get to Hansen, and uh, as you reach there, you just see this uh, cheery. Uh, big, he's a big fat fellow. He's a cheery man. He's got a big bushy beard. And he's just having a cheer. He's swigging his whiskey, and he's just—he's just on his, looking like he's actually doing something, but he's not actually doing anything. He's kind of just having a little jig. He looks very drunk to you, and he's the guy you trust. Is trusting to get you to Antarctica. So is he the captain, but there's a separate pilot, or is this man actually uh, driving the ship? He's, he's uh, driving the ship. All right. Well, Captain, uh, I, could I interest you in some Akavit? It is the national drink of Norway. It's quite good, and it packs uh, a punch. I know. No, lad, you know. I'm going to, uh, no, I'm not even going to attempt a Scottish accent, it'll be. <laughs> um, no, man, no. Um, why don't you have some of my whiskey? Can't be any worse than my Norwegian. <laughs> oh, sure, thank you very much. Uh, so, uh, I'll what try is some your, whiskey. What is your name? I am Jorgen Johansson. I am born in Oslo, Norway. Norway. Ah, I. Hmm. I. Uh, I am from Scotland, Dundee. Born and raised. Ah, I have never been to Scotland. Ah, it's a. A be beautiful place. Very beautiful place. And you've even got the best thing ever. And he kind of just has a little, he kind of like prances to the side and just goes, and then to the other side, he says, you've got the Loch Ness monster. Good old Nessie. Keeps us safe. Ah. You think she might be a dinosaur, as some people say? Ah. She's a, a plesiosaur or something like that. I don't care what she is. She can be whatever dinosaur, whatever. She could be a dragon for all I care. Good old Nessie. Well, I'll raise my acavet and say to Nessie. To Nessie. And uh, he then goes to yeah, and he just goes. Uh, we've got a pretty straight course for the next couple of days. So uh, one of the crew will be up here in a second. So I'm going to go uh, sleep off my uh, alcohol intake. If you, Very if good, you then. run out of alcohol, Mr. Johansson, feel free to come and see me. Well, that's kind of you, sir. Don't tell anyone. 
I'm not meant to have as much alcohol as I have. Of course not. Uh, so uh, between you and me, sir. Exactly. Uh, so what are you gonna do after he's kind of he kind of just goes back? Are you gonna he goes into his quarters? Are you gonna go back down to your quarters? Well, first I'll spend a minute staring at the veil with no one holding it, and then I'll go to my quarters and do the shower, brush teeth, that sort of thing, and then probably read for a while and then go to sleep. Okay. Um, Thinking I, about shift spears with no one. As you had, as you headed back, you did see someone, a crew member, walk past you. So you do know there will be someone at the helm. So you'll be fine. The ship's not going to crash into an oh, that, that makes me feel better. Uh, so, who is asleep at this time? I know Dr. Z, David. Okay, just so I know. Just so I know who's asleep and who's awake. Um, so me and Angus are still drinking. We're still, still up because the adrenaline was just... Tequila. The, Are you guys just going to drink until you pass out, basically? Is that Pretty, that's the plan. At least yeah. tonight, after all that, after he pistol whipped the Terminator. Okay. Yeah. So, unless you want to do anything else, I'll just say that you drink until you pass out. Well, I mean, do you want me to kill Patrick? Because that's what's going <laughs> to happen. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> By the way, Av, I didn't actually realize I'd put both of the... I didn't realize I put them and uh, Dr... And Dr. Kim. Yeah, so either side. Yeah, I didn't realize. (laughs) So we're like in an awkward... We're in an awkward sandwich right now. You can (laughs) always move to some other cabin. No, No, because that means they win. (sighs) So uh, I'll just say you guys drink... And then pass out if you drink. Johansson, are you reading until you fall asleep? Or Yeah, I read a couple of chapters and then I go to sleep. Okay, cool. As it goes into the night, can everyone do a listen roll? Everyone listen. Oh, nine. All right. I got a 14. Uh, 21, which is a just standard pass. Okay. A 17, and that is a hard pass. Okay. No, mine is not a hard pass. That was a fail. 68 or 40. Okay, so Dr. Napier, you're going to sleep through this. (laughs) I, I failed dramatically. Okay, it looks like Johansson and Napier are fast asleep. If it's them having sex again, I will kill them. No, no, no. All four of you just uh, kind of... As, as did I. So, Dr. Z, David, Curtis, and Hawkins, you will hear a noise coming from the top, well, the main deck. You just hear this, like, really loud, like, shouting. in like It's a German voice. In Ger- well, he's speaking in German and he's just shouting. It seems like he's shouting at someone. That sounds like Dr. Court. I get up and I put my robe on 
I slept my underwear on. <laughs> uh, if it's cold outside, I guess I'm going to have to throw a jacket on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it will start getting, yeah, it'll be quite cold. David, oh. David, it's, I, I think that's Dr. Cord upstairs yelling at something. Yeah, I, I swing around, throw on pants, jump into my uh, jump boots, and uh, I, I grab my, uh, uh, my handgun to holster it up. I'm going to look out into the hallway while he's doing that. See if anybody uh, else wakes up. The only, well, what are Curtis and Hawkins? Because you might see them if they reacted. Well, he got. I heard it, but he got a better roll than me. So I'd probably say he woke up before me. Okay. And I'm kind of maybe we're still probably well. We are. We're drunk. We're shit faced. Okay. Yeah, you too. Um, yeah. You'd be. What do you think we think we'd I be think doing? Hawkins. I think you will. Have, if you do, if you do want to go investigate it, you two will probably be the last there. <laughs> Again, yeah. Uh, doc, so, Doctor Z, you <laughs> see tongue, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Z, you see no one in the hall. Like it seems like no one else has heard this commotion, and I can still hear it. Yeah. Can I it's understand what he's saying in German? Uh, it it seems to be gibberish. Like it seems to literally be gibberish. Like none of it's making sense. Okay. Like it's just random words strung together. Do we get any of the words themselves? I speak, I'm fluent in German here. Like, are they... Even to you, it it's not making any sense. It's literally like, you, you, if this is Dr. Court, you know he's fluent in German, but this literally just sounds like someone has gone absolutely crazy and just let's, saying uh, random. Let's go. All right. I'll follow. You go first. Okay, yeah, I step out, look both ways in the hallway, and proceed down to the nearest staircase. Okay, so you guys will go up, and yeah, it's, it's a bit chilly, so. Um, so the noise is coming as you go up, it's coming to the, so noise coming from the right side of the, the right side. Okay. I will say, as you guys are probably going around that corner, Hawkins and Curtis, you'll have probably just stumbled out of your door. <laughs> and I'm going to, Napier and Johansson, can you do a listen roll to see if you hear these two stumbling around in the hallway? Nope. Nope. Okay. Napier's still fast asleep. Is that them fucking again? <laughs> Once again, spectacular failure. We're good. Let's. You, let's, you two go upstairs. Ethan. Let's. And go. I start. I give. I give Angus like the whole lot. Soundproof walls. <laughs> yeah. I don't have. And somehow he picks up what I'm doing. Let's go. We're going up. Okay. So we we make our way up the steps. By okay, the way, I left uh, a message on the side of what uh, what the German is. <laughs> what the... Ah. Okay. Um, 
So, uh, can you both, I don't know, do, do like a look roll to see if you get up the stairs? Yeah. <laughs> like a dex check. <laughs> Whatever, dex look. Yeah. Maybe you um, need a bit of look. So. I failed. I did not. I got a 40 on 50. Okay, so Hawkins, you'll see Curtis just kind of face plant the stairs. Ow. I'm okay. I'm good. Put that there, man. It's a dumb place for that. Just... <laughs> Are these stairs regulation size? Get them. Uh, yeah, I think this one's an inch out. And that's why, it... yeah. Let's go, man. Hoorah! <laughs> And that's we keep yeah. going. What the hell? What are yeah. you doing up here? Good morning. Well, <laughs> what do we find? Um. So obviously, you see these two bumbling on the staircase, but as you both go around the corner, you because it's dark and there isn't actually a light on. Can you both do a spot hidden? Because it's the, the far end. I was trying to be a little stealthy, but I think with the two coming up behind us, that might not work too well. I got <laughs> 21 out of 55, so that's that's a hard. Okay. So did you, uh, didn't, David, what did you get? Oh, uh, 63, I failed. Okay. So, David, I think you, you're, you're kind of just looking at Hawkins and Curtis on the stairs like you. But Dr. Z, you just see Dr. Cork kind of moving backwards towards the rails. Okay. And then you, you, he's got something in his hand. And you just hear him say one thing and in German that you do understand. And that say, take me to hell already. And then he just, you just see him like fall off the side of the ship. I grab David and I go, Dr. Court's fallen off the ship. I immediately yell, man overboard, man overboard. All of a sudden, everyone is asleep. Like, yeah. uh, David, you'd have probably just pressed like the alarm button. There's an alarm button on the side. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so, if you weren't uh, if you weren't awake, you're now everyone's awake. I uh I I say to David, it it won't make any difference though. At this point, he'll be dead in a matter of minutes. We don't have time to get him. So I, I look around the side of the ship. Are there any uh uh life preservers or life rings that we can quickly uh unlatch and throw down? Yeah, yeah, there's also upstairs. Okay, stop this kind of thing. go to the nearest one, unlatch it, throw okay. it down to him. Can I spot him down there? Uh, if you walk all the way along, you'll reach where he dropped, where he dropped out. But obviously, you've a bit ahead now, but you can't see him. There's no struggle. Well, yeah, how fast is the ship going? Av- average boat speed, which I don't know what that is. He could be already 30 knots. Yeah. Way behind the ship. That's really yeah. fast. In freezing cold water. And uh, you, can, you can't see any. Like, it's almost because 
yeah, it didn't take you that long to get there. So even if he was a little bit back, you might be able to see like some movement maybe, but there's nothing. If only we had someone with a metal exoskeleton that could jump in the water and get him. I mean, (laughs) oh wait, it doesn't work quite like that. (laughs) So I actually, I actually run back to the back of the boat to see if I can see him. Okay. Uh, Uh, I'll run up to the deck for whatever good that will do. Okay, uh, Jorgen and Napier, because you'll have woken up, if you do, like you said, Jorgen, go to deck, you'll just see Curtis and Hawkins on the stairs. I, I got a 22, which is still a hard, so. Okay. Dr. Court. Yeah, you, you don't see <coughs> at all and nothing. Do we see what he was talking to? No, there doesn't seem to be anyone up here. There doesn't seem to be, because where Dr. Court was stood, there's like muddy footprints from him, but there doesn't seem to be any sign that anyone else was there, as far as you can tell. Just checking. So me and Angus, we saw this go down, correct? I think you will have just maybe have seen. Okay, cool. But we're, now with everyone talking, we're, we're aware now that Ang- um, that's, uh, Court has jumped off or fallen off the ship, correct? Yeah, every, everyone will be aware because everyone will have just talked. Yeah. So yeah. I take Angus to the side and I've obviously, in the cold air and everything, I've sobered up like just enough to kind of have a coherent thought. And I pull Angus off to the side and I say, you know, Sammy was telling us everyone else who was on that expedition killed themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And that court was the only one left, and he was meant to have been there, but also been here. Yep. What if whatever happened is now, you know, they've finished the month? What if we're going into something that's, you know? Like all of us, we're going to want to kill ourselves. Yeah. Stick, stick close to me, Angus. Don't, uh, don't wander off, okay? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it might be, uh, you and me against the world on this one. Yeah, we've been there before. Yeah, we have. Okay. Is there anything anyone else wants to do? Because this is a good place to possibly end. If there's a uh, intercom system next to the alarms, I call yeah. up to the bridge <clears throat> and let them know uh, courts overboard. Uh, yeah, you, you get a response instantly. It's just... <laughs> Just from very, like, everyone seems to be panicking on the other end. It'll take, like, them, it'll take them 10 minutes to turn the boat around. There's no way he could survive. You know, we've got to try. We can't leave him over. We, we just can't abandon him. Well, actually, we can. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've got to put some effort into it. But after half an hour, there's the chances of us even finding him at this point or anyways, that's a good place to leave it. We'll find out if we actually find anything. Let let me just very quickly, if I may, uh, do I see that there's muddy footprints? Uh, Yeah, you'll see the muddy footprints. Where'd the mud come from? Exactly. (laughs) All right. I would just run down to my room and come back with a specimen bottle and take a little bit of the mud. Okay. And that's that's all I got. Cool. Okay. Cool. 
Our players included John Byram, Michael Ray, Stuart Lively, Zane Fleming, Cthulhu Bob, and myself with Josh Harwood as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows, free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.